Welcome to Rise Above Performance Training's 15 Minutes of Strength, the show where we explore and discuss the vast landscape of strength to help us all live our best and strongest lives. I'm your host, Doug Fiorinelli, and this is Episode 9, How to Train with an Injury. Well, it happens to us all inevitably, the dreaded injury. Though we might not be able to participate in all the activities we are currently doing, this does not mean you can stop training altogether. Remember, there's always more that you can do than you can't do. In this episode, I'll go over a game plan on how to work around those injuries and keep you in the game. So let's check out my tips. The first thing we want to do is an honest assessment of the injury. What are we dealing with? Now, once the injury happens, we might not be able to understand exactly what we're dealing with. We're playing basketball, roll an ankle. There's no way of knowing, you know, I might have a sprain. I might have a fractured fibula, something like that right away. So we have to kind of let things settle down. We have to also know the nature of the injury. So like I just described there, that's an acute injury where you did one thing and then the injury happened. There's also chronic injuries where you wake up each morning and your low back is stiff or the bottom of your foot hurts. Those are more long-term things that could be things that you're doing to yourself in terms of like your training or sitting too much or you know not stretching enough. Or they could be a result of another injury that happened and there's compensation. So you kind of have to understand what you're dealing with. Then what you want to do is figure out what makes things better and what makes things worse. So let's go back to the bottom of the foot injury. If I stand all day, does that make it worse? If I run on it, does that make it worse or better? What movements support it? What movements kind of make it, you know, not so, um, you know, positive? I'm, I'm going, I'm regressing when I do these things. So maybe I should avoid those things for now and focus on the positive things and then gradually increase the things that do cause pain to see if those things do cause the pain. And when you do all these things, this will give you kind of a focus on what is possible and what to include and what to exclude and then how to progress from there. If you don't know what you're doing and let's say I rolled my ankle and I'm just doing a hundred different things. I don't know the proper diagnosis. I don't know what makes it hurt. I don't know what, you know, makes it feel better because I just went in and did a big workout with bands and all these other things, or I just didn't do anything for a while and it's not getting better, which could be the case as well. We're not really kind of adding and subtracting what is the uh, proper kind of protocol to go forward and recover from this injury because that's ultimately what you want to do. Generally speaking, with this, you want to turn down the intensity of the workout and turn up the focus. So like I just mentioned earlier, you want to really focus on these things that do help the injury and the things that are not helping the injury. So again, I'll go back to my rolled ankle. I rolled my ankle. Okay, can I do toe raises or calf raises? Okay, not too bad. I'm gonna sprinkle those in today. I'm gonna see how I respond tomorrow. Um, If I feel pretty good tomorrow and I feel better than I was the previous day, then maybe I'm doing the right thing and heading in the right direction. 
So you want to tone down the intensity, turn up the focus, and that way you can kind of do that deductive reasoning we talked about earlier. Now, injuries sometimes were told, especially back in the day, oh, this hurts, just lay off it. Now, for some instances, sure, you know, you have a rotator cuff tear. You probably don't want to start throwing medicine balls or, you know, footballs and things like that or a labrum tear in the shoulder. Okay, fine. But are there things that you can do to help strengthen the muscles around it or gain a little bit of mobility or alleviate some of that stiffness that's going to come with the protection of the injury? Research some therapy drills or even go to therapy. Physical therapists are great at giving very targeted, focused exercise and drills that can help with the injury. So if I, you know, roll my ankle, I revert back to when I went to physical therapy for my knee and, and kind of said, okay, these very isolated exercises with extreme focus help me to recover from this injury. So I have to kind of dial it down, do these really laser focused things to help my ankle or my shoulder going to those big global exercises. So let's say again, my ankle is hurting me kind of focusing solely on squats and lunges and even step ups. You know, you're not really niching down to that isolated area to see what's helping and what's, you know, hurting more. And if there's progress and then giving that area, the attention that it needs to recover. Well, usually with an injury, there's going to be a lot of stiffness because the area is going to protect um, the movement. It's going to say, you know what, we don't want to move this way because when we do, it does hurt. But after a while, we have to kind of coax the body back in to moving again and trusting yourself and strengthening that area. When With stiffness comes less strengthening because you know when you're stiff, you're going to lose range of motion and then you're going to lose strength within that range of motion. So we have to not only build back that range of motion, but we have to build up the strength throughout that range of motion. And the best way to do that is to isolate down and to also, um, you know, really focus on those PT type movements. Also a good PT or those smaller movements will show you things that you may have neglected in training previously. One example of this is we do actually a lot of calf raises at the gym. Now I don't necessarily do this with the athletes because I want them to have huge calves or anything like that. I do it more so for ankle uh, strengthening and, you know, ankle sprain prevention. I feel if you have good range of motion, especially, um, you know, dorsiflexion, you're going to have potentially a better, and stronger ankle. So when you go to jump and when you go to land, you're not going to have those um, stiff ankles and injuries that occur along with it. Even bicep curls can be preventative type things, you know, to help strengthen the biceps, help strengthen the elbow. So you don't get those tennis elbows, um, help strengthen the triceps. So you get, you know, good, stable arm and shoulder um, you know, movements. So when you go to do that, when you go to, you know, push something or when you go to wrestling and you go to post up, you have those types of movements under your belt. They're not just for, you know, glamour's sake. Now, generally with injury training, you want to increase, um, the frequency and less volume on that side. So what I mean by that is 
if I have an injured ankle, I want to focus on little things every day and not do a lot of, you know, sets and reps, but I want to just do a little bit every day. And then as I get better, I can progress it more going forward. The classic, okay, I'm going to do back and buys day is usually does not go well for injuries. If I do have an injury and it's my ankle, I'm going to be like, okay, I have some specific lifts I want to do today. Let's say it's going to be bench press or pull-ups that don't affect my ankle, but the warm-up round is going to be ankle intensive. I'm going to do some band work. I'm going to do some toe raises and then I'm good for that day. And maybe, you know, obviously some stretching at the end. And then the next day I'll come in and I'm going to do um, some dumbbell rows and some chest press, but I'm also going to focus on more ankle drills. Like maybe I'll do some um, pronation and supination of the feet, or I might do some very light uh, hip bridging. So that'll be my ankle strengthening the day. That way the frequency is there where I'm doing it every day but the volume is low. So that way I don't overuse that area and, you know, potentially cr- increase the injured injury and prolong my recovery process on the non-injured areas, you know, go hard. So like I said earlier, um, you're going to be able to do more things than you can't. So if the ankles limiting me, yeah, there might be a few things that limit me uh, a lower body wise. I might not be able to um, do let's say squats because I need that ankle, uh, you know, plantar flexion and dorsiflexion to kind of move properly throughout a squat, but it doesn't mean I can't do split squats necessarily. I can put my foot on top of a bench in a flat position probably. And I could probably, you know, even put my foot in a TRX and do some split squats, a single leg RDL where my ankle is not really moving and it might be therapeutic. Um, I might be able to do those things. Also, you know, the unaffected areas. So my shoulders, my chest, my back, I can pretty much do everything there that I'm normally doing. I might have a little bit of limitation, like let's say in a bench press, I'm trying to use my ankle to ground support me. I may not have, you know, hundred percent strength there, but I, there's no reason why I can't do a lot of exercise still at the previous intensity that they were to maintain my strength all throughout. Lastly, you should be making progress. Now there's, it's going to ebb and flow a little bit. However, if you're frequent and you're focused, progress should be there and look at progress more on a smaller scale. So you rolled your ankle, you cannot run. That's going to be like Z. So now we have to go A through, you know, all the other letters to get to Z. So you want to focus on a, B, and C first. So A, my ankle hurts when I run. Okay. And I have trouble standing on the Granted, if you can't run, you're probably not gonna be able to do other things too. After a week or so, you're like, wow, I can stand on it all day. Or wow, it's not swollen anymore. Or the swelling's really minimal. Or the swelling does not occur much when I'm done working out. That's your B. And then you go to C, it's like, oh, okay, I can start to do some body weight lunges or lateral lunges. That feels good. And then progressing down the chain. So your progress tunnel or vision, I should say, should narrow slightly. Yes, you want to get to that Z. You want to run again, but realize that Z is going to be, you know, maybe even six months out of the picture, but progress should always be there. The body has very good ability of adapting 
you know, to stimulus, um, whether it's positive or negative. So in the positive fashion, like I said, we're going to be focused, we're going to be frequent, and we're going to go remedial with those PT type exercises. You definitely should be making progress. Now, if there's a huge structural injury, like a broken bone, a torn labrum or anything like that, yes, that's going to limit things because those do not heal as well. However, you can definitely strengthen the muscles around the, around the area to, you know, kind of support that. And then if you do need something more invasive, like surgery, you should be fine. Uh, just a, you know, quick story years ago, I was fooling around trying to do muscle ups and I was not doing them very well. And, you know, I was kind of leading with one arm and not the other. And it turns out I did a rep too many and something popped in my shoulder I believe it was a bicep. Uh, and because I've had so many surgeries, I was like, I am not going to the doctor and I'm not doing surgery. I don't care at this point in my stage and career. Um, as long as it's not inhibiting what I'm doing, my quality of life, I'm just going to let it live and chalk it up to ignorance. And I'm not going to do this uh, anymore. You know, I'm going to be a little bit more focused in my training and not try to go for get frustrated and try to go for something that I'm not ready for yet. And yeah, I mean, I, it looks like my arm, you know, kind of have a little bit of indentation up by the shoulder, uh, probably tore my biceps or something like that. Like I said, I never got a self, uh, never got an official diagnosis and it's there. I notice it, but I'm still pretty much able to do all things. The one thing I do notice, like my strength is there. I can do a lot of things. I can do my pushups. I can do presses. I can do overhead presses. And it was a, a tough journey. I did a lot of therapeutic exercises. This is kind of what got me going on what I'm talking about today. Um, but I was making progress. I strengthened my muscles around the area. I strengthened the shoulders. I strengthened the tricep. I strengthened my lats for stability. And I'm pretty much able to do everything I need to do. Um, the only real limitations is without that bicep, I notice that my arm gets tired quicker. So if I'm doing presses, let's say overhead presses or military presses, my arm might fatigue. Um, after six reps, I start feel seeing the fatigue set in versus the other side, which I can get to eight to 10 reps and I don't feel that fatigue sitting in. And it's just because I just don't have the support system to do it. But has it ruined my quality of life? currently no who knows down the road even even though i don't might not be able to do anything about it but so that's my uh takeaway with my own personal experience with injuries in conclusion i want to thank you for joining me today i hope you found this information valuable and hope you're able to put it into good practice if you like the podcast please consider subscribing i try to put out a few a month also go to riseabovestrength.com i have a newsletter there where i post uh, once a month my newsletter and it's uh, you know different articles and videos and this po- i'm staying up to date with the podcast i want to thank you all very much for joining me and i hope that you know if you do get injured you don't see it as a negative necessarily like or it's just consuming your whole life you are focused on what you can do and then you attack it systematically and positively and then head in the right direction. So once again, thanks again for listening. And remember, all the strength you need is on the inside and reinforced on the outside. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.